Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Come on! Listening to Heat Check from Trista Crick, Odyssey's official NBA podcast. Find that wherever you get your podcasts and live all throughout free agency, summer league, and beyond. All right, so I'm here in Vegas where it's hot. I got jeans on and I'm regretting it um, for summer league. And I have thoughts after the first couple of days. And I know everybody wants to hear about Paolo. I know everybody wants to hear about Jabari, and we'll get there. I've got things to say. But I do want to talk about a couple of guys, a couple of young guys that popped off the page, and we weren't really expecting to do so. And that, I think, is what makes the Summer League special, right? Not just can a star player that's coming into the league as the number one or number two overall pick or number three overall pick, how can they play? But it's like, how can a guy who was the 22nd overall pick last year, not this year, but last year, and he gets moved. How does he play? What about a guy who made it to the second round? How does he play? So I want to talk about two rookies, well, two young guys, because one's not a rookie, really. The most surprising and impressive summer league performances of day one to me, which is Detroit and Portland's game and Orlando-Houston in their game. So number one is Caleb Houston for me out of Michigan. I was interested to see what he was going to look like as a second-round pick, early second-round pick. And, oh, my God, did Orlando feel like they got something special really in a in a steal, right? He had 20 points, six rebounds, five for nine from three, seven for 12 from the field. He had a couple of mid nice mid-range shots, a couple of close-rain buckets, but, like, a ton of three-pointers, as you see, five threes. Houston, to me – stuck out because I'm thinking about Keegan Murray. I'm thinking a lot about the Kings taking him at number four. And Keegan Murray's 21 years old. He's 6'8", 205. He's a long, rangy four. Maybe he could be something like a, a taller Al Horford. But, you know, truthfully, taking him number four was a surprise to most of the NBA. And I see Caleb Houston in his game, and I see Keegan Murray in his game. And they're not the same but they play the same way. And so I bet if Caleb Houston went another two years in college, he might have averaged the same type of numbers that Keegan Murray did, 24 points a game, in his last year too. Caleb Houston in his first year averaged 13-5-2 per 40, and Keegan Murray, who I mentioned, was 6'8", 205, 21 years old. Caleb Houston, 6'8", 190, 19 years old. He averaged 16-11-1. So definitely a better rebounder. But in terms of scoring per 40 in his freshman year as well, pretty interesting comps here. I think Caleb could be a really nice wing player for Orlando, and I think upon first glance they absolutely stole him in the second round. Um, Let's move forward to another player that I 
it's near and dear to my heart as a Portland Trailblazer fan. And no, it's not Shaden Sharp because I barely got to see him. Uh, Keegan, uh, Keon Johnson, 6'5", 185, second-year player from Tennessee. He was actually the Clippers' first-round pick, so you know Jerry West had his his mind and his fingers in the in the puzzle. And he came over to the Blazers from the Clippers in that Larry Nance deal with uh, – no, not Larry Nance. It was – it was uh, Robert Covington, Eric Bledsoe, Norm Powell for Keon Johnson and some randoms. Eric Bledsoe, of course, was in that deal as well. And he's been quietly a bucket during the Portland Tankathon end to the season. He averaged 10, 3, and 3, 35% from deep in 26 minutes, which is pretty good for a 19 year old on a team that's actively looking to surround you with non-NBA players, like actively looking to lose. He looked, in in this game against Detroit, Keon looked, he stood out. He looked very involved everywhere. He looked bouncy, completely fearless. Definitely he's worked on his shot. I think him and Gary Payton, the second, together could be a really fun duo in terms of just working out together and learning from one another and, and really be a, a couple of very versatile young wings on this Portland team. He has a very high vertical leap. He has nice little layup packages and can pass as well. Like the passing thing I think is the most impressive. He had 21 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals in that game. He was eight for 17 from the field and two for six from three. So very, very impressive. So those are my two rookies or two young guys that stood out in a way that I didn't even expect to be watching for them, right? Let's move forward. Jabari Smith versus Paolo Bancaro. Let's talk Jabari first. Number three pick in the draft, everyone thought would go number one. He looked surprisingly reluctant, surprisingly timid. He shot four for 10, one for four from three. He had 10.7 rebounds and three assists. It's not like he was bad because he definitely had some nice moves, his footwork looks really good. He's got good instincts. He doesn't think too much. It's just that he didn't look dominant. He didn't look relentless. He didn't look like he was actively trying to dominate. Paolo, on the other hand, looked like he was trying to absolutely show the world. And he said this, actually, in his post-game presser with uh, Cassidy Hubbard. He said, I absolutely was trying to show the world that I deserve the number one pick. It's not the number one thing that was in my head, but it was definitely a thing that was in my head. He w- he went 17, 4, and 6. Six assists for Paolo. He went two for three from three and had some really good defense as well. He had a, a very, very big block on Jabari where you're like, ooh. He hit a three and then chirped Jalen Green on the sidelines as well. Like he's just that guy. And when you see him, he's massive. He's massive in a way I can't even fully articulate to you as a listener because you have to see it up close. It's like there's no way, even when I take videos right in front of him, like me and him, he's just right there. It just makes him look smaller than he is. He takes up the whole phone screen, and he's got really nice moves, great footwork, good jab step, nice mid-range, can pass like hell. He's going to probably be the number one usage guy on Orlando, it feels like. 
feels like they're going to give him the ball a lot and they're going to let him cook and they're going to let him get other guys involved too. So I think Paolo's a star. I can't wait to wait to see him play the rest of summer league. I even think the way that he played in this first game that maybe you want to maybe bet on him to win rookie of the year. And I don't like that for big men, but for him, it's kind of a different story. Shaden Sharp was the number one player I wanted to see. And I did get to see him uh, for all of six minutes before he hurt his shoulder. And that was that. That was night-night sleep mask. And probably no more Shaden Sharp in the rest of Summer League. He was 1 for 3, 0 for 2 from 3. So the man who is a mystery, the man who we all want to see, who has no tape, like still we have no tape on. Absolutely a mystery. We all wanted to see, can he play NBA games? He's only played 5 on 5, I don't know, 18 months ago at EYBL. I've never seen him play anywhere. And there's no film on him outside of EYBL. Nothing on Kentucky practice, nothing. Nothing in his backyard. I got to see him for six fucking minutes. And now he's gone. I have to wait till October to see Shaden Sharp now. It's garbage. Absolutely garbage. I got probably all the footage you'll ever see of him on my phone right in front of him. So how does what does this mean for Portland? I don't know. Is he gonna is like are they hiding him? Is he really injured? It didn't even look like anything happened. I don't know. I'm just rambling now in disarray, wanting to see Shaden Sharp at Summer League. Alas, we persist. Today I will be going to see, most importantly, Benedict Matherin, who I wanted the Portland Trailblazers to take. I can't wait for that. Gonna get up with some friends tonight, and hopefully we'll also have some tea given those meetings. Um early next week. There's a lot of stuff popping, and hopefully I have some good intel to share with y'all. That's all the time that we have for Heat Check. We'll be back Wednesday. No, we'll be back Tuesday with an all-new episode from Summer League in Vegas. Please follow us on Heat Check for all the reviews of the rookies that you can handle. We'll be doing those on TikTok, videos, voiceovers, all that. Don't forget to download, subscribe. Please tell your friends and follow us on social at at this Heat Check and at Trista Crick on Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.